Pierre Kondo. Thank y'all for having me in your ear holes and in your consciousness once again. I'm the Kid Red. Welcome to Coney Island. Another glorious day in the hood. The wind is blowing, the rain is falling. The red and blue lights of a cop car looking like Times Square outside. Yellow tape lining the street corner. Chalk outlines. Another harsh day, another cold reality. Life as a kid in the projects. The hood will swallow you up alive, my man. They used to tell us back in the day there was either two ways you can make it. Either dead or in jail. That was your ways out. I always thought there was something big out there for us. Whether it was myself or all my peoples or just any kid who was brown who was in the projects. We ain't asked to live there, but we just fought through, took our lumps and got better along them roads. You dig what I'm saying? I moved to this country. I was a, I was a little homie. I ain't never see what this country was. I only seen it on TV. I didn't really know what was what or what time it was neither. My early experiences to this country was wild. Trying to pick up all the language and the slang. I came during, you know, school year. Never seen snow in my life because it don't snow in Rio de Janeiro. And that's where I was born. It was cold as shit. I'm sitting in a pair of shorts trying to walk outside in the snow and everybody parked it up wearing Tim's and boots and scarves and hats. And here I am in a tank top and some shorts and flippy flops. My ass learned that day. You will never ever step foot outside in cold weather dressed like that again. But that wasn't even a real lesson that I learned. The lesson that I learned was no matter what language you speak, if you brown, certain people gonna look at you like just another nigga. They gonna look at you like you just another number in the system. You age nine going on age 10, and it's already putting strikes on your life. And they've already determined that you gonna grow up to be a failure. That's what, that's what I was facing. went to a school in an all-white neighborhood. It was nothing but Russian people and Jews and Italians. And it wasn't even Bensonhurst. It was Avenue X on, next to Ocean Parkway. All the kids who went to the school ain't like none of the brown kids because we came on buses from the hood. Old heads that lived in the neighborhood used to look at us sideways and they want us talking to no girls, even though we had the fashion and the style and the music. And the girls used to ask us about it. 
You know, I love Jordans. I wore Air Jordans all the time. Girls in the school used to ask me about Air Jordans, which ones I was wearing. Dude used to hate that. I had a classmate call me a nigga one day. He said, my dad is a, is a police officer and he's gonna shoot you because you're a nigga. Somebody overheard that Jewish kid in my class. Couldn't believe that he said that. The Jewish kid was cool as hell. That was my man, 50 grand. He was madder than me at the kid for saying that. We couldn't even enter the store without getting looked at sideways and followed around. We used to leave our book bags in the front of this comic book shop. Right across the street from the school, we used to walk out the school when it let out at the end of the day before the bus came. Go there, get a pizza bagel, buy and you know, talk to the comic book shop guy, buy comic books, and then leave. Because the bus was there. But they used to look at us sideways and follow us and everything. We used to leave our bags in front of the store. They still ain't care. Halloween, they used to try to scare us. By coming up to the school and waiting outside the school with sticks and bats and, and throwing eggs at people and chasing certain kids home and shit. You know, the people that get suspended off the bus had to walk home, man. It was a long, it's a long walk. And when you running from people because they chasing you, you know, that ain't, that ain't how it should be. The violence in the hood wasn't even as bad as the violence that was going on with the school because of how they was treating everybody. And I went through that. When I moved here, I was entering the fourth grade, so it was grades four, five, and six. But I persevered, though. Made myself smarter and wiser. Read them books, played them sports. You know, navigated my way around, learning things, watching the old heads. You know, adapt or perish was the mindset, age nine. But it was what it was. You saw all the dope dealers in the neighborhood looking like rock stars. Every dope boy looked like young Jay-Z. Big gold ropes. Everybody had a Benz. Everybody had a female with them. Everybody had money. They all had their own special handshakes and their little teams. They used to bet on your little basketball games. They used to send you to the store to go get them juice or whatever. Send you there with like a hundred or fifty dollar bill and then want only one thing and to tell you to keep the change. You know, if they really was cool with you. They'd pass your family some money for you to be able to get school supplies because they knew that everybody's family had a rough in the hood. You know, there was a time where my whole block had to share two pair of sneakers for basketball season. And some of us ain't even wear that size, but we ain't had the money for it. We all just kept having to switch up and, and, and 
you know, if it was your turn, you was your turn, you took care of them and made sure you passed it on to somebody else who needed them when it was their turn. Right now, y'all probably hear the wind blowing. It's rainy, it's windy, it's cold. Cops is on the corner right now. The cops shot the kid. Everything taped up. Everything boarded off. Ain't letting nobody pass. They don't want nobody seeing. Luckily, I'm from up high. Apartment 13E. I see the world from from, from my project window. Sadly, tonight what I saw was another black kid lost.